0: What's up, everybody? Back at you with another quick hitter today. What's happening around the NHL? Well, there's all kinds shaking out. Let's get into some of the topics today. This is Offside Hockey Talk, brought to you by Boxing Rock Brewing Co.'s Puck Off Lockerdale. Check out their big beer for the big pod. All right, so it is St. Paddy's Day, so happy St. Paddy's Day to all. Drink responsibly, have some fun, and have some green beer. Uh, This right here today. Well, let's get into it right away. The QMJHL looking to ban fighting, and it's all but a done deal. Apparently, there will be no more fighting in the queue. This, to me, I understand it. The head injuries, the trauma, the CTE, everything that's led to it, all the injuries, guys getting hurt, in their heads on the ice, etc., etc. You want to weed that out as much as you can. But to outright ban it and make it like it's a criminal act in the game of hockey, something that has been there forever, seems a little heavy-handed, if you ask me. I do still believe there will be fights, and the QMJHL has not figured out what they are going to do for, I guess, the punishment for those who decide to get into some fisticuffs. But there is a certain thing to be said of how it does sometimes settle down games and you cannot tell me to a man that you do not get excited grip your seat stand up freak out cheer loud when two guys drop the mitts and settle a score whether it's in the nhl the q or any other league that involves fighting now the ohl said they're going to take a stronger stance on eliminating fighting but they're not going to outright eliminate it and then the whl well they're just like this is Sparta. We're still going to allow fighting and it's going to be the way it is. So I'm wondering, to hockey fans out there, when you hear this, what do you think of the QMJHL banning fighting? For me, it's crazy. Crazy that you would want to ban fighting outright. I understand limiting it. I understand trying to deter it, but it's still part of the fabric of the game. And no, I'm not saying that they need to be knuckle draggers and scrap all the time, but there are times that it calls for it When a guy runs your goaltender or throws a dirty hit, you want guys to atone to understand that you will not get away with that. But we'll have to see how this shakes out and where it goes from here. But this is the news. It's all but done. It just needs the rubber stamp, and it's coming in for next season. So we'll see what happens beyond this and how guys adjust. What do you think The overall punishment will be for a guy who does fight the QMJHL new commissioner said it will be have to be heavy handed when you hand out the punishment for a guy who ends up fighting when there is no fighting. So what is it? 10, 20 game suspension for fighting again, heavy handed for a game that used to have that incorporated in it. That used to celebrate the fact that guys did this in all of their highlight videos, um, you know, leading up to just a few years ago. It's still in many NHL packets today. So we'll see what happens with the Q and what other leagues do to follow and how it goes next year. And uh, yeah, I really want to see what people think about this one. Drop a comment on this podcast, let me know. Um, Then we're getting around to the NHL stuff here. Um, Finally, it does seem like there will be some finality with the Arizona Coyotes as the NHL, is now getting frustrated with the Arizona Coyotes. Elliot Friedman reporting that, you know, Batman has long backed the Arizona Coyotes and supported them and said this is the league, this is the way it's going to be, this team will be here, we will make it work in the desert. But, Batman answers to the owners, and there is, as Elliot said, a growing discontent among the owners for the Arizona Coyotes which is not a good thing if you're Gary Bettman, because if you want to keep this pet project going, everyone needs to be on board and happy. And if your owners who you ultimately basically have to listen and cow to, then you're not going to be able to keep this going. And I really do think now you listen to that comment, you listen to the players, the agents and GMs, a lot of players and agents and GMs not happy with the situation as well. So with the Tempe situation and everything going down, does this team maybe just make its way over to Houston and get fresh new roots? and, you know, they play out their deal at ASU and then by that time, hopefully there's a spot, a venue, a place for them to play in Houston. But it does appear that there will be some finality between the NHL and the Arizona Coyotes because now it has gone beyond just Gary Batman. And a pet project to keep it going. It's other influential owners. Saying we've had enough of this. We're tired of the revenue sharing. We're tired of this team. Doing the thing that it's doing with the salary cap. Etc. Etc. Go down the Arizona list. It's not small folks. So this, this one I could see. Finally maybe getting some legs. And something happening here. But again. With everything it can change on a dime. So we will see what goes forward, but I think we may actually have a conclusion, finally, on something with the Arizona Coyotes. Now, speaking of Mr. Gary Bettman, he came out and said this one. On the divisional playoff formula, it is working. Gary, it's working for who? For who? Who are you sitting in a room with that's feeding you with a spoon saying this is working? I've seen prominent players of other teams, and this is not just coming from a Maple Leafs fan. I've seen Brad Marchand. I've seen Steven Stamkos, Nikita Kucherov, and others saying it's ridiculous, it's sad, that probably one of the best matchups, doesn't matter who it is, it doesn't have to be the Leafs, one of the best matchups continually happens in the first round and a super good team goes out early. And Gary sat there at the press conference saying, well, you know, if you look at the tracking, the uh, the teams would be playing each other anyways because oh, so it's working just fine. Uh, it's working great. No, it's not. It's not. Nobody likes it. Everybody wants to go back to one versus eight. Everybody. Everybody wants it. And if, if someone's telling you, Gary, that they don't want to go back to one versus eight is because they don't want to be on your bad side or they don't carry enough water. To have an opinion around you without you shutting them down and shutting them out. So if your players are saying it, if general managers are saying it, coaches are hinting at it. I'm wondering, who are you asking that likes the divisional playoff format? I'm just wondering. Because it's obviously not the actual people in the game. It's anyone who's in your yes-man circle that you're holding close, that doesn't want to leave that circle for you, that's saying, no, this is great. This is wicked. Keep it going. Yeah, it's an intriguing matchup to see Toronto versus Boston or Toronto versus Tampa first round. Oh, oh, it's great. No, it's not. Those two teams should be playing further on and the weaker opponents should be weeded out. Just like before, one versus eight, two versus seven. Let's keep going down the list. That's the way it should be. And I know everybody I talk to would love to see one versus eight. I have not met one person who's like, yeah, I love the divisional playoff. Not one person. And I talk with a lot of people within hockey. But we will see where this one goes. And apparently has zero legs and will probably never change with Gary Bettman as the commissioner. Something that will be changing. It looks like the coaches' challenge will be expanding here in the NHL. Meaning what? What are they going to be able to do? Obviously, they've already got the review on the high stick for the cut. They can review a five-minute major. Um, Are they going to review puck over the glass? Uh, They can review a high stick to call back a goal. There's lots of things that you can do. What are you going to expand here? And I understand wanting to get every call right and wanting the game to be played to its purest form. But how do you allow a coach to have one challenge a game on an egregious play that you feel your team either should be on a power play or a goal should have counted, or this, that, or the other, so everyone can concur, and everyone in Leafs Nation goes back to the high stick that was not a high stick from Alex Kerfoot, uh, or Kerfoot, I don't remember exactly who it was, but you know what we're talking about, behind the net. That high stick that wasn't, that led to the one penalty, that led to the Kerfoot second penalty, that led to the Tampa Bay Lightning, obviously scoring. Um, Would you like that one to be reviewed? is that the one thing. Do you give the coaches one opportunity to throw the flag and review any play that is allowed to be reviewed, whether it be a penal a penalty, whether it be, you know, a goal scoring play that should have counted, a puck off the netting, whatever it is. You get one a game and if you miss it, you get a penalty. You lose your timeout just like you do now, but you get that one extra throw out there that you can challenge anything. Just challenge anything. You won one a game, just one. To me, I know it opens Pandora's box, but if you're allowed to call just one, you can't have multiple. It's not football here. You can get one a game. And then maybe in the last two minutes of each period, you're allowed to actually review what's going on. Maybe it goes up to the ref's, ref's booth. If it's something that all four on the ice, the linesmen the referees, Deem may need to get looked at. Maybe you go and look at it. Or are you on the side that, hey, hockey is played at a very fast speed. If you catch the penalties or you catch the offsides or you catch the infraction at the time, that's what it is. That's what it is, and it just is what it is. I want to know. you know, I want to know where you stand. For me, I would say it would be cool to see, one, you're allowed to challenge one play a game. That's it. That is it. You cannot do multiple challenges if you do not lose your thing. The offsides – that's a different thing, but you get the chance to challenge one play and that is it. Beyond that, you can still have your offside reviews, your offside challenge like you do now, but you get that one play to challenge a penalty or something of that nature and that's it. You cannot do it multiple times like you do with the offside. You get one opportunity and that's it. That is my, my thought. I think it would it would be fun to see some of these calls, maybe call back or... Maybe we get an interpretation of the rules. Maybe we get to see something different here. I don't know. It could definitely uh, definitely be some fun to see what happens with these rules and different things shaking out for the NHL. All right. So the last thing today, obviously, is game day for the Maple Leafs. Uh, I'll be dropping a little video later on talking about all that over on TikTok. Get over there, chicken. It's all kinds of fun. But the Leafs are taking on the Carolina Hurricanes. It, it is going to be a fun game. Say what you will, Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner will be back in the lineup. Will be playing for the Maple Leafs tonight. Luke Shen does get in, paired up with McCabe. That's going to be a a pain in the ass pairing because McCabe does have the speed, but both guys have the physicality. Both guys like the block shots. That'll be a fun pairing to watch tonight. The Leafs are going eleven and seven tonight as well. So there will be the extra D man in right now. Daily Faceoff has Justin Hall as the scratch. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, Ilya Samsonov was the first goalie off the ice yesterday. So usually that does mean he will occupy the starters net tonight. And it would be fitting to see Murray play a team where he didn't have much success against tomorrow night against the Ottawa Senators. Um, I look at this team here tonight with the Maple Leafs and say, this is a game on St. Patty's Day. You want to go out there and put your best foot forward. The Carolina Hurricanes are no joke. I know they've lost Andre Svechnikov but they still have guys who could put the puck in the net. They still have a stout defense and they still have some pretty darn good goaltending back there. uh, Whether it's from Monte Ranta, whether it's from Freddie Anderson or the young guy that's come up and took the world by storm. Um, So you have to watch out for the, the Carolina Hurricanes. You just do. You have to pay attention and get it done. And the Leafs lately have not been getting it done with a full 60. It's been a great first period or, a great second or a comeback in the third, but it's not been a complete effort from ticker to tape, and they need to get that going, especially down the stretch here. It needs to be some continuity hockey, and maybe they're waiting for the last nine games when Ryan O'Reilly comes back and this lineup has some more finality to it uh, of of who's going to play with who, where it's going to be where, and what's what, but you want your best foot forward, and hey, playing Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner almost 30 minutes each That's letting them have a free leash to go do their thing and get some points and get the feel in the puck. And Matthews is definitely dancing. Marner is definitely dancing. So tonight against the Canes, we'll see much of the same. And I'm looking to see what we get out of Ilya Samsonov again, because he was great when called upon against Colorado. And he looks to me more and more to be the game one starter for the Toronto Maple Leafs going forward, but we shall see. But ladies and gentlemen, these little pods, they may be a new thing here for Offside, but I hope you enjoy them. Check them out. Make sure you hit the subscribe, drop a like, follow us on TikTok, on Twitter. Make sure you're over there on YouTube and dropping comments. We are trying to build this thing into a fun podcast a little network. Today's show, more focused on the NHL than the Maple Leafs, but hey, it is what it is. It's not all Leafs all the time, but you know what it is for me. It's go Leafs go, and this is Offside Hockey Talk, where the Maple Leafs and hockey come to talk.